beyond infinity. We've talked about TikTok a bit recently and how it might be a threat to Spotify. It's a very, very popular kind of social entertaining thing where people post little videos of themselves doing Short stupid videos, things, funny, dancing, silly, yeah. music, practical jokes, all that sort of stuff. And it's just this endless scroll that you go through. Well, that's actually owned by a Chinese company. The servers that host all that funny stuff that you you know you can get yourself hooked watching if you, uh, if you let it happen, they're based in China as well. And another service which... Some people may be aware of is is Grinder, which is a, 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 a alternate a, to twin, a Tinder. Yep, yeah. it's a, a dating service. A lot of sort of sensitive material is posted there by all sorts of people who use that service, and it's also hosted in China. And that's not Chinese owned, is it? No, okay. it is. One thing that's happening with Grinder, and you can imagine very sensitive material that's being hosted there, and the potential for blackmail, perhaps, if that information, if those servers got hacked, if some of this sensitive information... Ashley you know, Madison you, you, a few years ago, yep, for example. Yep, exactly. User profiles and the like, and, and, and personal details, you know, contact information, locations, names, all that sort of Clearly stuff. Clearly your sexuality, if that's an issue in the country that you reside, or if it's something you don't want exposed to the public. Absolutely. And now... Such is the concern about about Grinder and the sensitivity and the potential for misuse or blackmail fl- flowing from that information being hosted in China is that the U.S. government is going to make Kunlun, which is the Chinese owner, sell Grinder by June 2020 to eliminate any questions of security risks. Mm-hmm. But also being questioned is TikTok, which is owned by ByteDance, which is another Chinese company, uh, and it's not just these two apps. U.S. lawmakers and one of the people involved is House National Security Subcommittee Chairman Republican Stephen Lynch has sent letters to Apple and Google asking whether or not they require app developers to disclose potential overseas affiliations before software shows up in their respective app stores. So it's the app store for Apple and it's uh, uh, Google... Play Store. Yep. So that's one thing that's happening. Now, we've also heard in the past about Senator Josh Hawley, uh, he's a Republican from Missouri. He's got some concerns about what happens with social media. Because it's supposed to be encrypted on these other servers. So if the data or the app is stored on some external server or any server, that information, the expectation is that it is encrypted. But keeping it in China, there's the potential that there's some kind of backdoor which would allow access. Yes. And I, and I guess that's why Josh Hawley is now coming in and saying, we expect something more. We expect to be able to you know, know what allegiances or what information is potentially accessible by foreign countries. Indeed. Josh Hawley's already been covered by us on this show. We've got a podcast on our website, Josh Hawley's War on Big Tech. So back in August, we reported that the Republican senator for Missouri reckons that social media is, quote, a parasite on productive investment, on meaningful relationships, and on a healthy society. His latest salvo against Facebook, etc., the Social Media Addiction Reduction Technology Act, is aimed at curbing social media addiction. Mm. Now, that, that same Senator Hawley is proposing a new law, which is going to be the National Security and Personal Data Protection Act. He says, this is according to a summary released by Hawley's office, quote, China and countries that similarly threaten America's national security are taking steps to vacuum up our sensitive data. 
and so therefore he wants to prevent Chinese companies from collecting any more information from American users than is necessary to provide their service to whatever that you know to do what the app's supposed to do but mm-hmm. nothing in addition to that and he's proposed measures as part of that new bill that he wants to bring in now one of the catches about this uh, a company like like Apple is storing Chinese users' iCloud accounts in a Chinese data center. Even though Apple still controls the encryption keys, according to Hawley, there's a national security threat that flows from that. In a way, it's threats to big business and their business models. And this is one of the things that China expects for market access. If you want to sell iPhones in China, you need to have data centers there. We're not happy for you to, you know, to have that hosted in America. And it's partly, I guess, the Chinese might have security concerns about what happens with mm-hmm. iCloud data. But given that, that, that Apple controls the encryption and, and oversees and manages and owns those data centers wherever they happen to be, mm-hmm. what difference would it make unless there was potentially a backdoor that, that the Chinese Look, government might have. I support the consumer protections on privacy, and that means that I expect that my data will be kept encrypted and secure and not made available to, uh, I guess, powers, whether it be governments or business, outside of those who I kind of implicitly give the permission to. I mean, I expect that Google has information on me. I know this because I use the map services, Gmail, and a heap of services from Google. But what I don't expect is if I'm using those services, then other countries or companies then can gain access to that material to then either target me or, or do something illicit that um, you know that would be harmful to me or family or friends. And another one that we've talked about on this show is called FaceApp, which I think is one that allows you to upload biometric data, like your, uh, um, some photos of your face, and then they get uploaded to a, to servers which are actually located in St. Petersburg mm-hmm, in Russia, mm-hmm. and then they run some algorithms through that, and they give you quite a, an entertaining and possibly scarily accurate view of what you might look like in 30 years' time. And yeah. they've actually kind of reverse-engineered it and, and tested it with photos that were taken 30 years ago to see how it compares with what the reality is and it actually does a pretty good job yeah. but but that is sensitive biometric data your face can be used for identification yes and screen and, unlock now on your devices absolutely yeah. and and the way airports work and the way that passport control yeah. works in many countries is now based on your face and so is it safe and is it cool for such sensitive data to go to and to potentially be accessible to the governments of China and Russia. So it's not just TikTok, Grindr. Uh, there's also FaceApp. There's probably a bunch of other apps as well which are hoovering up information about people. And, you know, coming back to, to uh, the sensitive information that's held on Grindr's servers, that, you know, hostile countries could potentially use that data to profile everyday US citizens for the sake of future diplomatic and military battles or even elections because you can add that to the mix. Mm-hmm. You, you can massage data. We've already seen this happen with very questionable uh, results and uh, the way that Facebook was used in the 2016 yeah, US. targeting key communities with certain messages, inflammatory messages that got people onto one side or the other. Indeed. So important changes there. TikTok, Grinder, and other apps, potentially a security risk. Questions about where servers are located for things like iCloud, whether there are backdoors, and the response from Senator Josh Hawley is a proposal for a, a new bill, the National Security and Personal Data Protection Act. So watch this space. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.